This episode of Radio Free Tote Bag is brought to you by Podcast Republic, a podcast client for Android. With over 2 million downloads, Podcast Republic is quickly becoming one of the most popular podcast apps for Android, and with good reason. Podcast Republic allows you to search all of your favorite podcasts, audiobooks, and YouTube channels or playlists, and stream them all on one platform. With automated downloads, you can even have your favorite content saved to your phone for listening, even if you don't have service. And you can synchronize the app between all of your Android devices. Download Podcast Republic for free on the Google Play Store. I guarantee you'll be a fan. I knew a boy who liked to draw. He drew pictures that nobody saw. He was the most artistic late at night, in the bathroom, out of sight. He kept a secret no one knew. He didn't tell a soul, and his gallery grew. His drawings were different, no paper or pen, but needed a bandage now and again. We stood by the river, under the stars. He rolled up his sleeves and showed me his scars. He felt embarrassed and looked down at his shoe. Then I rolled up my sleeve and revealed a crudely drawn Sonic Vor picture from DeviantArt. <laughs> you feeling touched? <laughs> I'm a wee touched. I'm a wee bit touched. That yeah, I, thought, I thought we'd uh, start this episode on, out on like a sentimental note. And uh, now that you listener heartstrings are twanging, it's Radio Free Tote Bag, episode 24, and I'm Donovan. And I'm Arthur. And uh, it's a show about relationships. Uh, you already know most of that. If you don't, well, we respond to questions. You already uh, know what it is. Yeah, listen to the earlier episodes, just not number one, because I squeak the entire time. How are you doing, Arthur? <laughs> oh, man. Feeling a little beat up. You might notice that my voice has got a little gravel to it. it got a little depth going on and got some swollen vocal cords oh yeah you yeah. sick or what nah man i screamed myself hoarse in the car yesterday because i had a bunch of wrong addresses while i was out delivering flowers i had one that took me 40 minutes out of my way drove 136 miles to deliver 13 <laughs> addresses Oh, that's it great. It sounds like the uh, the new job's going well. Yeah, it's going real well. I asked uh, some of the other drivers down at the warehouse. I was like, is it like this every day? And they were like, nah, you'll have, you'll have some days where it'll just be a hellish nightmare, and then other days everything goes smooth. You get done by like 3 o'clock, and you're great. That sounds like most jobs I've had, Yeah, probably most people. I like the, uh, the combination of getting so angry at work that you have to yell. Mm -hmm. I... Uh, I got that a couple times working at the shitty bar and grill I worked at in college. And I was the I was an expo. If you don't know what that is, it's the person who runs the food. You don't get any tips. Right. And you're kind of the in-between between between the kitchen and the servers. So yeah. if the servers fuck something up and the cooks get angry, they get angry at you. Wow. And if the cooks fuck something up, servers get angry at you. And if you fuck something up, then everybody's just fucking pissed. And you are, you are always the target and there is no tip to make it better. Wow. Uh, so if I would get super salty in those situations, my move is always to go into the walk-in and, and uh, just kind of do your move in the car and just give a good old, fuck, God fucking damn God. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, and then, uh, you know, walk out of there, wipe the spittle off of my chin and uh, continue <laughs> with that soul-crushing job. I get to get to punch a steering wheel. That feels pretty good. Oh, that's always nice. That's always nice. That's a good one. <laughs> Combined, and it's it's... I'm finding that I do have a bit of road rage. I definitely have a little bit of the, what the fuck, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> what is this? I have some of that. That sounds like fun. Yeah. On, on the whole, is it better than the, uh, uh, the unnamed uh, retail job before? <laughs> yes. Yes, it is. Uh, mainly because I don't have to deal with um, inane questions about coupons. I don't have to tell anyone where the bathroom is. It's just like all the little indignities uh, aren't there anymore. It doesn't add up like that. 
Ah, that's definitely an improvement. I'd certainly rather be frustrated in the car by myself than, like, in a place where I got to keep a smile on the entire fucking time and be prepared to talk to whoever the fuck is coming in. I think in terms of FaceTime with with customers in a given day, it probably adds up to about three minutes in total. That's beautiful. And the rest of it's just driving around, you know, jamming to tunes. I've been listening to, here's a little plug for a podcast I've been listening to. It's called The Greatest Generation, and uh, they, it's two guys uh, whose names escape me uh, at the moment. Arthur and Donovan. Arthur and Donovan, and they are going through... Uh, in this part of the series, they're going through every episode of Star Trek: The Next Generation and um, discussing and reviewing the episodes. It's very good. All right, you lost me. <laughs> <laughs> you know, in the Star Trek, no Star Trek for. I don't, I don't dislike it or anything. I don't think I've ever seen an episode. I haven't really? seen movies. Yeah, man, I just kind of, just kind of, you know, missed all of that. Star I like Trek? Star Wars, all right, and you know, sci-fi is not. I'm into it enough. I watched like Firefly too, but never sure, Star Trek. Sure. I tell you, Star Trek's great. It's almost Shakespearean because everything's so fucking heightened and supernatural. And you have these people monologuing about, um, you know, semi mystical, uh, you know, warp core conductors and shit. It's great. And people got pointy ears too. That's pretty good. People, people got some that. pointy ears. Uh, Worf got some meatloaf on his forehead. There we go. Yeah. Well, you shit. sold me. <laughs> Well, we have uh, we've been gone for a week. I'll give you a brief oh, yeah. update here. Yeah, sorry about that. Yeah, uh, I think we were both we were both pretty dead. Uh, but we're back this week. We had the interview with my friend uh, in the band The Bellowing Pines, who, let's see, had got his girlfriend proposed to him the first week for the Thursday. They had engagement photos that day, so they couldn't do it. We moved it to the next Thursday. Uh, his fucking appendix swells up or whatever those fuckers do that Monday. And he's like, nah, dude, like I'll be able to do it. I got this. And then Wednesday or Thursday he wakes up and is like, oh, okay, no, uh, I-, I need to lay in bed on account of the dude had fucking surgery. So no, Shit. no hard feelings on it. But, uh, it seems like this, this Thursday, uh, we will be able to do that. I guess we'll have to sort out when we're going to release that. But, uh, yeah, first musical guest. I did uh, have it. I did have it in the back of my mind when you announced that, like, next week we're going to be doing this. I was like, it ain't going to fucking happen. Something yeah. I was like, there's no way in hell. We're going to announce it on the show, and then everything's going to fall apart. Uh, it's, a, it's, a, it's a DIY uh, thing. Yeah. Being uh, <laughs> untimely and uh, uh, careening through our, our so-called schedule. Anyways, so... It's looking like it's planned. Look forward to that. In the meantime, yeah. uh, how about we take some questions uh, between the two of our beautiful horse voices? I'm fucking here for it. All right. Hit it. And by hit it, I'm telling myself to hit it because I'm reading this first one. Yep. <clears throat> one of my 16M best friends hooked up with a girl that I have had a huge crush on for a long time. So I just recently found out that one of my best friends hooked up with the girl I like a few months ago and only told me now. He did that knowing I had a huge crush on her at the time, which makes me feel kind of bad and somewhat betrayed by him. He apologized and said that he didn't mean any harm and didn't tell me until recently to not hurt me. Am I overreacting by feeling hurt or is this validated? I'm not sure how to behave in this situation and don't know if what I'm feeling is okay or selfish. TLDR, uh, it was like five sentences. You, you get the idea. Arthur, how's say you? Post to this. Oh, yeah. Fuck. This week off is... Uh, <laughs> I'm back to square one on that, dude. Damn, it was posted by <laughs> Fuck, the Deathstroke. You were crushing it for weeks. Ah, yeah. The Deathstroke Zero posted that one. Arthur, how's say you? Well, it is a betrayal on some level. Because he knew you had a crush on her, man. But also... I assume your friend is also 16, and if you're going to get a chance to get laid when you're 16 years old, you're going to fucking go for it. Exactly. And you weren't dating this person. Right. Like, I'm on the stance that that is shitty and kind of a betrayal, but, you know, you weren't dating her. Right. It doesn't also preclude the possibility of you dating this person in the future. That's true. Just because this happened doesn't mean you still can't get with her. And then... You and your friend are going to be even closer because you're Eskimo brothers. (laughs) 
Arthur looking on the bright side. This Absolutely. is actually a, a, a wonderful situation. Yeah. Perfect opportunity uh, for you two to become closer as friends. I will also say, uh, why weren't you asking this girl out? Like, what happened here that your, your yeah. friend beat you to the punch? Like, if you didn't ask her out, you know, what, what kind of, what did you expect here? You got to, yep. uh, you got to put up or shut up or whatever the hell that saying is. Yeah. And, uh, but as Arthur said, you know, just go ahead and do that anyways, though, if you really like this girl. Yeah. I mean, you know she puts out, so. Yeah, there's, an, there's another <laughs> upside. <laughs> I'm the worst. I, I will say if I was 16 and uh, I guess I was do, doing all right. I dating somebody when I was 16. No. Uh, high school age, though, th- this definitely would have put me off and, and made me upset. Oh, yeah. But, uh, you know, he did apologize to you. And I guess, you know, all you can do here is, is what we said. I, I wouldn't, you know, try to get pissed at your your friend too much or worry about this too much or let this dissuade you from going after this girl. Uh, cause I don't know, man, people have sex with people and it's, it's not necessarily a, uh, uh, something that should break your interest in somebody It could be. And I don't know if I was 15 or 16, I could see that totally bothering me, but try to try to not think like that. That's my oh, suggestion. No, poor the death stroke zero. The dark, dark room double asks, I mean, yeah, it's not great, but you're not dating this girl. If you liked her, you should have asked her out. To which the Deathstroke Zero responds, I did. She wasn't interested. <laughs> oh, no. Fuck. <laughs> Fuck. So the whole, oh, our whole sucks, premise dude. just fell apart. That sucks, yeah. man. Yeah. But I mean, uh, yeah, it's how you gonna how you going to keep your friend off of this person if she's not interested in you? You know what I mean? No. Like, exactly. if, there's nothing, if there's nothing gonna happen, you can't hate on a brother for fucking going and dipping his beak. You can't. Dipping his beak. <laughs> yeah. Now I'm, I'm, I'm with you. You know, this person wasn't into you. You just gotta, you just gotta forget about it. Like I'm sure this is doubly yeah. shitty because it got turned down, and now your friend is banging this girl that you were into. But uh, yeah, sucks for sure. Let, let that shit go. Put your put your interest elsewhere. Hey, uh, Arthur. Arthur. Yeah. It, it sounds like when the death stroke asked out this girl. Uh, that was the death stroke because she said uh, she said no. <laughs> Fuck you. Got him, dude. I fucking I just Got burned him. this high schooler. Burnt up. This poor, this poor child. Roasted. <laughs> Sweet right. summer child. Yeah. This shit's gonna happen. You're gonna get rejected. Oh, yeah. You're gonna feel bad a whole lot. You just you know keep keep getting after it. Don't let this get you down too much. Sometimes people are in India, and uh, that's all right. It sucks, but that's all right. At least he asked her out. I will say that. He took a swing. You said sometimes people aren't into you, and I heard sometimes people are in India. Oh, yeah. That's like, true, too, dude. That's big like, advice. I was like, what is that? <laughs> oh. Oh. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Occasionally, people head over to Mumbai. That's that's okay. Yeah, that's right. It's and, gonna uh, happen. Occasionally, occasionally, girls turn you down, and that's okay too. Yep. But yeah, You'll good live. on you for asking her out. That's uh, big and brave for being sixteen. And uh, yeah. keep it up. Yeah. Nice work. Yeah. Let's head over to this next question, entitled right. "My boyfriend asked if I was pergert." She wrote pregnant, but I changed it to pergert. Prefnat. Uh, prefnat. <sighs> Per, pregnant. My boyfriend, M25, and I, F22, it's another fighter jet, have been together for about nice. six months. Oh, I forgot about that. <laughs> okay, you just got me started, dude. That was a mistake. Was, okay, okay. Go ahead. We have sex pretty frequently up until this month. Currently, it has been about nine days because he's been too tired from work. I was upset last night over some familial thing, and I cried a little bit, which I normally don't do. He asked me what was wrong. And before I could answer, he put his hand on my stomach and asked me if I was pregnant. He just seems so calm and content about it, and that scares me. I mean, I hope that it is reaction that'd be his reaction if this was the case. But we have not been together very long, and I found the question strange. I'm sitting at work now, and I can't get that out of my head. TLDR, my boyfriend asked if I was pregnant, and I don't know if I should bring it up or let it go. His reaction surprised me, and that was posted by Leggy Mama. 
That's a big thing to jump to just because your uh, SO is upset. <laughs> <laughs> right. Been together for six months. She's crying, and you go, are you pregnant? That's weird. That's very uh, weird. Just, just racking your brain, like crying. Uh, bad day? No, 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 no. Uh, fight with your friend? No, couldn't be. Pregnant? That's got to be it, dude. That's, that's why women cry. Hey, you, you gregnant? Yeah, that's, that's, that's a little strange. It's, it's a little strange to be uh, the, the, the jump on that. Also, that you mentioned, he's, like, he's calm and content about it. Yeah. He wants a baby. Yeah, that, that points a little bit to that, and that's a, little, uh, that's a little disconcerting six months in when you're in your early to mid-20s. Right. I don't know. I don't on know. the other hand, uh, I had low-key had this situation. Uh, girl I was dating... Uh, up in the morning and like keeps like double like I have to tell you something and like it, you gotta like hear me out like I don't I need you not to freak out I was like Jesus Christ like what is this gonna be and so I fucking said yeah. that I was like Are, did you get pregnant like what is this and she's like what? no I had a really weird bad dream and goes into it I'm like what, what? <laughs> you can't you can't build me up with you're not allowed to freak out you know stuff and, and then tell me that it was a weird dream, and it, it sounded very kind of scary and disorienting, but fuck, man. I, I can get how the mind can go there, but not from somebody just, you know, be, being a little upset. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe he's just, like, ready for a family. Age 25? Maybe he's in a position where he feels like, I could fucking start a family, dog. If that's the case, six months in, you're 25 and your girlfriend's 22, uh... That's not good. And you got to make sure you're on the same page with that. that. That is a weird, not necessarily a red flag, but that's a, that's a weird flag. But like a, like a Nepalese flag, how it's not like shaped like all the yeah, other flags. Dude. How it's like. Or Ohio or Rhode Island. Rhode Island's a square, I think. Uh, huh. Yeah. That's just kind of a strangely shaped banner. It's uh and uh, or orange, I guess. Like oh. what the fuck am I even talking about? It's a little, it's a little weird. You should, I, I don't know. I, I would bring that up, not necessarily in an angry or like accusing way. Would be like, what you know, why, what made you jump to that? Like, have you been thinking about that? And and see what he says, because uh, I don't know. I, I'd want to know what that's about, because that is strange. Uh, it does sound odd. What contraception do you use? There's no chance you could be tampering with it, is there? Edit, to answer your question, I do think you should ask him why he went straight to that question. It's not unreasonable to speak your mind about this, says, uh-huh, but why? Jesus Christ, this person fucking going straight to, he could be tampering with, oh. I There's mean, a lot of that around here, around these parts in this comment section. Damn. That's a horrifying <laughs> thought. Maybe he's got a breeding fetish. Ah. I'd just be like, what was that situation all about? It was kind of out of the blue, and I'm trying to understand where your head was at, says full of full off fantasies, or full of fantasies, I guess. Exactly. I, I think suspicions of tampering with the contraception, that is the absolute worst case scenario here. Uh, but I wouldn't freak yourself out and let your mind jump to that. I think you should err to the side of, sometimes people say weird shit. This could be this could be something, and it's worth talking about. But like, don't don't get yourself too worked up about this. Yeah, just be like, hey, what the fuck? Yeah. Hey, quick question. Uh, what the fuck? <laughs> and and see what he says. Yeah. Cause uh, yeah, definitely definitely a little weird. I don't know. You got anything else? Nah, man. I think uh, I think it's uh pretty cut and dry. I think he. Maybe he just completely misread the situation and asked a weird question out of the blue because that's where his dumb mind went. Exactly. Or, or he's sabotaging the birth control and you got to get out. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It is a weird situation where, you know, either some people just, sometimes people just say weird shit or like that absolute worst case scenario. But if I was a betting man and I'm not, I, I think he just said some weird shit. All right. <clears throat> you, uh, you ready for this next one? Let's move on to the next Speaking one. Speaking of uh, contraception, 48M, return from trip, dot, dot, dot. Condoms in house, 52M. Uh, okay, wait, it starts with an edit update. Okay, fuck that line. He's just saying he appreciates that 
to kindness, candidness. Here's the question. Short story. I, 48M, returned from a five-day business trip. Some things were just not right in the house. Instinct tells me someone had been there. I found some condoms. Given circumstances, we don't use condoms. Got denials, 52M. Okay, from his 52M. Oh, he got, okay. I was going to say, I thought that had something to do with not using condoms. I mean, we got denials. What the fuck does that mean? Got denials from my my partner, 52M. Sure. Uh, It's not the cheating that bothers me. It's the attempt to lie about the condoms. What do I do now? Forget the idea that something could have happened in my slash our bed. Make peace and accept to move on. Or get the fuck out of here. No kids. I have a job and savings, so no financial dependency. 15 years together. Grass is never greener on the other side. Oh, okay. TLDR found condoms in the house. Scott says someone has been there. What do I do? And that was posted by Spuntit. <laughs> Spuntit. That's a great name, Spuntit. That is pretty good. Spuntit. This is sketchy. Spuntit. It's sketchy as fuck because uh, y'all are raw dogging it, and then all of a sudden there's chondros in the house. Um, if he is being infidelitous, then... Uh, at least he's using uh, contraception to try to prevent um, any potential uh, infection. Hey, so that's yeah. good. That's a tiny plus. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's unfortunate. I, uh, and this is one that if you're not using them and they just appear, you guys live together, so I assume he, he'd be aware of anything like that lying around. I'm yeah. curious where he found these damn things. But between that and the instinct, it, it sounds like something weird happened. If your partner is completely denying it, like not even giving you any sort of story here, that's, uh, that's disconcerting. Yeah. It's very progressive that it's not the cheating that bothers him, that it's the attempt to lie. No, it, it, that's true. That's true. It's, I, I was like, going to say that, too. If you have that understanding that with your partner, like why the fuck would they be denying this? That is, yeah. is very strange. Yeah. 15 years together, too, dude. What the fuck? Yeah. Yeah. It's hard. It's hard when your partner uh, decides to step out on you. And uh, you never really know exactly why or exactly what was going through their mind when they decided to do that. Like, you're going to throw away fucking everything we have? For this? Or... <laughs> For an orgasma? Are they going to put a little flair on the word orgasma, too, at the end? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that stream? <laughs> that was real. Uh, this doesn't sound good. For the sake of your peace of mind, uh, you can't just go with this, you know, unless this is something you can just forget, which in that case, like, don't do that to yourself. Don't be the sort of person who's just going to let, you know, your partner lie to you like that. Um, you got to confront them. And even if he's denying it, you need to push him on it and find out what the hell happened. And, you know, hopefully he opens up with some actual explanation. I don't expect it's going to be a good one. Uh, but if he doesn't, he continues to deny this. Ah, oh, man. Because that's a tough situation, too. Like, what if his partner just keeps fucking denying it? They've been together 15 years. You know what I mean? And he's not 100% certain. Yeah, that's fucking bullshit. Some old bullshit. It is. Shouldn't have to deal with this. Maybe at 48 years old, this is the fucking adventure you've been needing. You know, maybe you're in this rut. You're on a job that takes you on business trips. You know, you're working this corporate life. And then all of a sudden this comes along and it might be the opportunity you've been waiting for to fucking buy a jet ski and move to Cabo or some shit. (laughs) Always an upset. Always an upset. Yeah. But the grass is never greener on the other side. Never greener. But no, it can be true. pretty fucking green. <laughs> no, that's true. But, uh, you know, obviously nobody wants to throw away a 15-year relationship. I'd also be interested in other background. Like, if you've been having trouble leading up to this? Has it been bugging him that you've been traveling a lot? Like, he doesn't give a yeah, lot of background information. Yeah, what the fuck's going on? If this is completely out of the blue, it's one thing. Maybe you can air towards, uh, I don't know. I really don't know another explanation for why there's condoms floating around unless he 
is for some reason using that uh, to masturbate. Uh, Interesting. Yeah, but that that seems like kind of a stretch. Uh, but if nothing, if nothing's been going on, <laughs> yeah, it does. Nice, nice. Just stretch them out when you're masturbating. Okay, okay. Where the f- <laughs> Jesus Christ? You stretched a kind of comment has completely derailed my train of thought. Where was I? If nothing, if nothing has been going on, this is out of the blue. You know, I don't know. Maybe let it go. I'd I'd push him on it in not a accusatory way, and try to get some information out of it. Because if nothing well, happens, why the fuck would he be way. denying it? Throw him in the interrogation room and get a confession, detective. There you go. Yeah. Rig up a fucking uh, lie detector and uh, uh, play good cop, bad cop, but you're both you're both the cops. <laughs> you're you both come in the, the room cops. one time, hey, and then the next time you're like, what the fuck are the condoms in the blah? Yeah. But if shit has been going on, like this shit doesn't come out of nowhere. If stuff has been weird leading up to it, if he has been expressing like irritation with you being gone so much, uh, that definitely points to something happening. Um, So push him on it. Get past the denial. Because regardless, it's fucking weird that he's denying this. And you clearly notice something out of the ordinary. So don't don't get gaslit out of this uh, train of thought either. True. Yeah, don't let him fucking derail you. I'm scrolling through the comments if he uh forget anything else. Any other context on this. It didn't it didn't really <laughs> He says he uh, what'd you find? Well, these are <clears throat> use well, they are useful for sex toys, making cleanup easier. Some people also like to use them for masturbation, aka a posh wank. <laughs> <laughs> That's a fun new vocab term. That's yeah. wonderful. Also, as a gay guy, they're often handed out at bars and gay events. My partner, I have never used them, and I still have a handful rattling around, says Franklin Blake. Although down the line, our boy Spuntit says, actually, I found the receipt for the purchase. I'm Sherlock Holmes. Damn. And uh, Hentupan is saying, show him the receipt and demand an explanation. Yeah, that's you got some fucking evidence there. He keeps denying it like you have the damn receipt. Get an explanation out of him. The fact that he's hiding it and that receipt exists, that points to some bad shit. So, yeah, maybe be prepared to buy a jet ski and move to Cabo. But, uh, you know, find an answer to this. You're not racking your brain uh, about leaving if you do. Or yeah. maybe he apologizes and, you know, you guys were okay with uh, being with different people, even though he did lie. Maybe that's something you can work past. But, uh, yeah, put that receipt in his face, get some goddamn answers, spunt it. Yeah, get him, spunt it. Woo! Go off. Woo! All right. Uh, out of the condom pan and into the uh, uh, straight relationship fire. Or that didn't make any sense. Arthur, get this next one. My 25F husband, 25M, came out to me as bisexual. First of all, I do not think bisexuality equals infidelity. Yeah, good, thank you. Thank you, thank you. I'm not concerned about fidelity. My husband just admitted to me he has found himself wanting some of his male co-workers sexually. He has only had female sexual partners. In our dating life, he, IMO, projected how he thought sexually submissive men were, quote, weak. In our engagement, he became more open to prostate stimulation and craving kinky submissive sex. Now that we're married, he gets genuinely more excitement from pegging and blowjobs. Pegging, for those of you uh, who don't know in the audience, I don't know who still doesn't know on Earth, but it's possible, is a practice of using a strap-on dilder on a man. So, you just know that now. I asked him gentle questions to better understand him. I can tell he finds me a safe haven to open up with, so I don't want to ruin that by saying something that could make him feel ashamed. However... I have no one to process this with. I'm confused and kind of hurt by this exchange. Me, could you be happy without vagina? Him, I could be okay if I never got vagina and you only pegged me and gave oral. Do you think that's because you want more focused attention on you? If you had a penis and no vagina, I could live with that as long as I could still do anal on you. And seen. <laughs> <laughs> so now I feel mixed up. I feel a little misled. I feel sort of not appreciated, question mark, sexually, which hurts me 
the most because sexual intimacy is a big deal for me, especially since he's my one and only. Oh. I understand I fell in love with him for him and someone whose sexuality really has no bearing on another person. It's the choices we make that do. I've been putting off, I've been feeling put off by how much more he wants that, wants what I don't naturally have to offer. I'd appreciate if anyone could help me name what I'm actually upset about and if anyone could share their similar experience. TLDR, my husband came out as sexually attracted to men and I'm a little mixed up inside. Says, throwaways of Arawayern. 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 Throws so f I think it's throws so far away. That took me a while to fucking. Oh, process. okay. Throws right at the end. Throws so far away right now. Okay, well. Real fucking wordsmith uh, here, OP. Could you be happy without vagina? <laughs> <laughs> I could be okay if I never got vagina. What? <laughs> Fuck talks like that. Okay, your weird fucking writing aside. Uh. If you had a penis and no vagina, I could live with that as long as I could still do anal on you. Oh, okay. Very good. Like, but. <laughs> no, like, okay. but. This sounds like uh, he's fucking projecting initially how he thought sexually submissive men were weak. Oh, okay, so the fucking classic kind of uh, cultural toxic masculinity thing that goes on where that's totally a thing and like most straight men kind of refuse to consider uh, submissive acts. You know what I mean? Sure. Totally yeah, a thing. So it sounds like he is caught up in that, like a lot of men are, and uh, opens up with you. It finds out he, he likes a little thing in the, uh, in the Twinkie hole and uh, realizes that's all right, and then his mind kind of opens up. I guess what I'm getting is it, it sounds like he was kind of repressed in what he was yeah. open to exploring, and now that he realizes... Uh, that that's all right, and he's into it. He's kind of broadening his horizons. He's getting to questions that he was not entertaining before you guys got married, and uh, yeah, that that's not that's not ideal. That, that you don't want to be working that shit out when you're in a, a marriage. So I definitely right. I definitely understand you being worried, and uh, good on you for understanding that it's not you know him going to be. Uh, cheating on you or anything like that but th this is definitely kind of a, a pickle you're gonna have to you're gonna have to sort out yeah you're gonna have to swallow this pickle <laughs> <laughs> this is definitely a uh, a pickle you're gonna have to figure a square hole i got nothing it's it's what a pickle you you might have to put in his butt there we go that's that's much better what do you th what do you think about all this? Is this is this a relationship ender? Or you think this is something you can you can sort out? Like, are you, you with me that this is kind of uh, this is a big thing to discover when you're married? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, uh, my first long term relationship was dissolved because of a similar revelation. Um, but I don't think it necessarily has to be that way. Um, I mean, he's discovered that he really likes the pegging, right, and getting the beegers. And doing you in the butt. Uh, so maybe you can have like a butt-centric sex life. I don't know if that's going to be fully satisfying to you. Uh, you say you only feel sort of not appreciated. Which, you know, sort of not appreciated sounds like the kind of thing you could get over. You know Very what I mean? True. Not like, uh, I, I feel devastated. <laughs> you know, there's, there's a lot of levels deeper than sort of not appreciated. Um, so I think you could learn to live with this. Um, also, I'm going to, I'm going to go ahead and say that you could open this bitch up a little bit. You could be like, well, maybe uh, fool around with a guy a little bit. I don't know. Go ahead. Explore this world. Um, you know, I'm kind of, I'm the polyamory, uh, uh advocate on the show. So <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and, uh, and say that you could maybe, open this up and let him explore a little bit. And if he decides that that's, that that's where he needs to be, then that's where he's needed to be the whole time. And he just didn't know it, you know? I will say, too, with kind of the open-minded way that she's talking about this, uh, ultimately, she's just got to decide if that's something she's okay with. But, but it sounds like, you know, she might be there. Yeah. Uh, 
On the other hand, if you're feeling unappreciated, and that's it, totally worded that it doesn't sound like this is the biggest deal. Uh, I don't know, but maybe she's not interested in anal all the time and just wants sure. to get her, her you know, vagina played with. And uh, you know, I if, think everybody if, wants to get their vagina played with. I mean, except me for asexual too. people. <laughs> no, but she, you can't just because your partner's into other stuff and prefers uh, your butt getting pegged or getting blowjobs. If you know, you just want your vagina stimulated. You just want to have some vaginal sex. Like uh, you do, got to bring that up, and he should be. He should be doing that for you because, you know, you're doing all this stuff that he likes. You want to make sure that there's a, a kind of balance there. And you if, if you're not getting any satisfaction sure. from, from what's happening, you, you got to push him on that. But uh, so it's between, I think it's really two things. It's bringing that up with him and make sure that this doesn't turn into you being sexually unfulfilled because he develops this huge new interest. And uh, two, as Arthur was saying, you, you need to, you got to decide if you're okay with him potentially. Uh, being with men and opening your marriage up there. And that's a conversation both of you got to have. But this isn't, you know, this isn't a marriage ender necessarily, but it could be if, if that shit bugs you. Yeah. Dang. Hard out here for a pimp. Yeah, man. Uh, it, 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 to- it does worry me, though, just the way she talks about this guy. It really sounds like he's... he's not paying a lot of attention to her needs here. Yeah. Are you getting that vibe? I am getting that vibe. Yeah. That combined with, you know, discovering a new sexual interest, uh, it, a little bit worrying, <laughs> to, to say the least, to deal with that in a marriage. So you got to be a goddamn open-minded saint, but th- th- this could potentially be something that'll fuck stuff up, and just don't put yourself in a position where you are making all of the sacrifices for his happiness and doing things that you're uncomfortable with uh, just to keep the relationship together. Her dad. Because it's fucked up. And uh, you don't don't want to be there. No. You don't want to have to live in that. I hope this is one of the ones that gets an update because I am am interested in how this... Because I I, I like OP here. They seem very open-minded and uh, caring person. I hope they don't get, you know, proverbially shat on. Wow. So there's uh, 160 comments here. There's one that's a little long that I'd like to read uh, simply because of the reaction that it got. Hi, OP. I'm bisexual. You've gotten a lot of good advice and perspectives here so far. Uh, So there's just one more thing I want to add. In the bisexual community, there's a phenomenon called the bi-cycle, where your attraction to each gender will fluctuate greatly. I've experienced this, actually. So this kind of this is speaking to me. One month, you may find your attractions pretty evenly split. Another month, you might find yourself obsessed with men. The next month, you might find men to be just okay, and your focus is mostly on women. This is understood to happen to many bisexual men and women. You can check out Art Bisexual, and you'll definitely see a few posts about it. If he's just becoming comfortable with the side of himself, it makes some amount of sense that his attention will be more on the masculine. That doesn't mean that's how it will always be. In a month, you might find he can't get enough of PIV intercourse. I've never heard it called that. That's cool. Piv. Of course, Piv. Of course, you might. You also might not. All that said, it's supremely important that you feel valued and validated in your relationship. I recommend having some heart-to-heart conversations about your concerns and the way his comments made you feel. The bicycle isn't an excuse to make your partners feel worthless or less than. It's more akin to just fluctuating sex drives in general. Sometimes people are super sexually driven and sometimes not, and I think this is a natural fluctuation for anyone. But when someone's in their not stage, they should chill, still try their best to make you feel important, desired, and valued. That's something he should be able to understand and meet you halfway on. I hope this helps. Carl B. Thanks, Carl. That was fucking, fucking dope. Thought, thoughtful ass comment. Huh. I never knew about that either. I know a few yeah. bisexual people too, and I, I was not familiar with that being a thing. It's totally true. There are some months where, like, um,. Where I'll be on uh, Tinder or Bumble doing my swipes, and I'll be like, "Ew, ew guys!" And then other months I'm like, "Dudes." <laughs> have you had that issue though? Like, have you been in uh, a non-polyamorous relationship and like had that happen? And has that kind of caused problems? You know what I mean? Uh, oh yeah, one hundred percent. In fact, uh, it caused problems so intense. That I cheated on my girlfriend and left her after five years because I'm a bad person. 
Ah, oh, shit, man. Yeah. yeah. Th- that's my worry here, especially because this guy is new to this, that if he does, you know, if they do decide to open things up, uh, he doesn't know how to deal with this situation with a partner, like let alone deal with it by himself. And yeah. that could be a big source of issues here if you're uh, if you're married. Yeah. So I would I would definitely go with what Carl B is saying here, and you really got to talk this stuff through and make sure you kind of have a plan for how to deal with this and understand exactly how he's feeling uh, on this, so that this sort of thing doesn't surprise you or uh, you know become something that he's being kind of secretive about or you're not understanding. You know what I mean? I feel like the only yeah, way we're going to make this work is to really understand each other here and, uh, again, make sure that you are okay, you know, with this or opening your marriage or whatever you need to do. Because uh, that's, that's a fucking lot to deal with. And if you're, only, yeah. you're both only 25, it's, I, I imagine they haven't been married too long. That's, uh, yep. yeah, that's, that's fucking rough. Yeah. I just want to point out uh, that what I did was super not cool and not indicative of what uh, the bisexual community is about. Uh, I just happen to be. Um, I'm on like a five year cycle where like I'll get in a relationship with a woman and then we'll be in a relationship for about five years and I'll just be like, I crave dick. (laughs) And then uh, I got to I got to do something about that. I don't know what's going to happen next time. I really hope I don't cheat on anybody again. But it just gets to the point where you lose interest in your partner because that is basically what you're saying. Not even necessarily lose interest in my partner, but just like, uh, I think, okay. I think a larger part of why I did what I did is actually because of my fear of commitment. Like I'm willing to get into a five-year relationship, uh, but as soon as it comes time that I actually should, you know, go and buy the ring and start (laughs) taking my life seriously... That's when I'm like, uh, I'm going to run away and suck dicks. Bye. Gotcha. Yeah. But I, I, I'm with you. You know, it's not, this isn't a necessarily a, a negative thing, but it definitely is a complication and, and you need to handle this in a way that you're not, you know, fucking over your partner or, uh, just hurting their damn feelings. Cause, uh, true. That's, uh, that's a complicated thing in a in a marriage that started as both you uh, ostensibly being straight, right? Let alone uh, just like a just a relationship. Fucking a. Yeah. If anybody, you gotta, uh, sure, oh, go ahead. you gotta make sure that you're getting your needs met, and he needs to get his needs met too. And if the two of them can't, like, if you can't come to a situation where everyone's needs are getting met, then you might have to, yeah, you know. Do you think this is going to work out, Arthur? Whew, hard to say. Um, I'm not in this guy's head, but I think it really does come down to him. I think, uh, I think whatever you do next, it needs to be about taking care of yourself um, and trying to understand him. It's like, like, don't sacrifice anything of yourself. Let me not, maybe not don't sacrifice anything, but don't sacrifice your whole self Uh to his needs in this situation. You have to make sure your needs are met too. Uh, and if there's no way to meet everyone's needs, then you're going to have to air horn it. <laughs> it, it. Exactly. I, uh, I just got feeling, I don't have a good feeling of this. Yeah. Uh, I would be interested in an update on this. And, uh, if any of you listeners, uh, or us, uh, you follow our relationships, you find an update to this post. Let me know, because uh, I miss a lot of this sometimes. Uh, my friend Brock sent us one to a, a question a few weeks ago, and it was good getting a follow-up on it. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, let me know. Totally. All right, here comes the street sweeper outside. It sounds like it's sweeping away this question. Also making a lot of noise. Yeah. Uh, but it brings us a new question, Arthur. It brings us a new question. But it's not a wholly unpleasant sound, actually. I'm kind of digging the... It is really just a peaceful hum. Yeah. I could deal with a peaceful hum. <coughs> Let's move on to this next one. Is that a blowjob joke, or is that just a... <laughs> no, it was just, I want a peaceful hum. Ah, uh, okay. A hummer. That's a thing, right? A pe- yeah, a hummer is a, a beejer. A yeah. Beedro. All right. I'm, I just, like I'm just making Blow sure Jay. Have you ever heard Blow Jay? 
What the fuck? That's like some chimera of half abbreviation and half word. What about like that's a B job? <laughs> B job works. Yeah, it's when they cover your dick in bees. All right, how about this next question? <laughs> Am I reading this one? <coughs> yes, I'm. All right. <coughs> I'm dead now. I will say, too, I went to the gym before this. I also drank a lot of coffee, and I'm, like, currently crashing. So, uh, oh, fuck. My, my focus is drifting a little bit. I apologize I to you. I'm pulling my focus back right now. But I'm fighting you know through. Is that you eating more gummy bears? Yeah, I'm going to eat more gummy bears. Okay, great. I'm going to read this question. Please keep that shit away from the microphone, you evil motherfucker. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, here we go. Kind of into my roommate. He starts with a TLDR. We're not going to start with a TLDR. Yeah. Hello, yeah, all. How we do it? I recently went back to college and moved in with two new roommates. They're both girls, and I am a guy. One, A, I have known for a year, and we get along fine. I consider her a good friend. The other, G, is a mutual friend's younger sister. I had met her only one time. My bad. I had met her only one time before in a group, and she was quiet the entire time. In the entire time. Moving back to school, she was already here when I got back. We introduced ourselves and talked for a bit. Now, before going on, I should mention a few things. She moved out here from another state and thus has no friends here yet. Also, she recently got out of a big relationship because she moved out so very recent on one hand. Okay, what? What the fuck? So she, because she moved out so very recent. On one hand... Okay, it's two different sentences. Jesus fucking Christ. Sometimes sometimes these questions are written so poorly that I have to kind of adjust on the fly, but that one completely threw me. Yeah, dude. That was okay. not an easy one. I should mention a few things. She moved out from another state and thus has no friends here yet. Also, she recently got out of a big relationship because she moved out so recently. Period. For fuck's sake. Not parentheses. <laughs> On one hand, I'd like to hang out with her so she doesn't feel alone in a whole new area. On the other hand, if I were to make a move, I don't want to be seen as just a friend for taking too long. But I still don't want to jump into anything too quickly to either freak her out and or make things in our apartment weird. At this point, we've lived together for a little over a week. So no, it hasn't been a long time. Just the time we have spent has been great, and I'd love to get to know her more. She says she doesn't intend to get in a relationship, ever, in more fucking parentheses, because the heartbreak she went through with her last BF. I've thought of talking to A about it. I could see her being reasonable about it or blowing it up out of proportion. So I'm not sure what to do. Any advice would be appreciated. And that was posted by Lord Huron, 95. Uh, hey, here's some advice. Maybe don't put four fucking pairs of parentheses, five pairs of parentheses in your questions and just commas everywhere. There's even a fucking colon in there. <laughs> Fuck, dude. so mad. Ah, I'm disoriented. And the street sweeper's coming back. Arthur, they're, they're trying to, everybody's trying to derail me today. But I'm going to fight through it. It's all conspiring. Evidently. Oh, man. Lord Huron, you cannot do this. You cannot go this route because you live with this person. And if shit does not work out, then you have destroyed the covenant of the lease, which is a sacred document. <laughs> uh, it's such a fucking bad idea. If this doesn't pan out, it, it fucking puts a pall over the whole rest of her time there. Maybe you have an opportunity to make a friend. Who is a woman? Maybe. Could be. I'm, I'm, I'm with you. This is a horrible idea. Like, even in general, she just got out of a relationship and moved out someplace. Uh, bad time to start a new one, you know, if, if she literally moved out of where she was on account of that being bad. And she's told you that she doesn't intend to get in a relationship, as you put it, also in fucking parentheses, ever. Which is not so, true. No, that's not you know, true. She'll get over it, but... But if that's where she's coming from, uh, beyond the fact that you live together, and I'm with you on everything you said there, this is this is a mess, and uh, yeah. don't, you know, I, I, I wouldn't try anything, to be honest with you. 
maybe, you know, down the road you live together, uh, she shows some interest in you, you know, who knows? But don't actively pursue this, because uh, as Arthur says, if this blows up, everything is bad. She just moved to yeah. a new place, too. Uh, she's living with, like, new roommates, doesn't really know anybody. Like, it would be bad for you. It's going to be weird to be around, but, like, that's really going to fuck this girl's situation up. So, yeah, don't do Are that. you trying to fuck up her whole situation, my guy? Are you? Better not. I don't like Lord here. I think he is. Yeah. That's just, that's just what I heard down the grapevine. Yeah. Did you hear? Lord Huron's a douche nozzle. <laughs> douche nozzle in, uh, in parentheses. <laughs> it's a parenthetical douche nozzle. I'm, st- I'm still trying to... It's distracting me from the question. Like, I'm, I'm going back through. I wish I could show you, the listener, the, the writing on this, because it is absolutely bizarre. There's no capitalization either, like on one hand, where I got, where I got lost up there. Ah, fuck. This is not a podcast about... Uh, about misplaced parentheses and lack of uh, capitalization. Or is it? Okay, I'm, I'm stopping myself. Help me out, Arthur. Save me. I'm, I'm losing my goddamn mind. I, <laughs> ha- I decided for the first time to go looking onto uh, a user to kind of follow up with some of their other posts. Is it this guy or is it somebody else? Yeah, Lord Huron. What'd you get? Uh... He's asking about internet service providers, which makes sense because he just moved to a new place. Bastard. Uh, Any way to get a trial of PlayStation Plus? Yeah, okay, <laughs> you smarmy fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, Deadly Doggo the, breathes yeah. fire. That's very good. Yeah, I'm gonna, let's like post this as the... About routers. Let's post this as the episode image. We normally don't do a different episode image, but I'm pulling this one down. <laughs> for the purpose. Alright, we'll put it up Saved. there. I just want to keep her in this dude's comment section, but nobody nobody needs to listen to me laughing under my breath occasionally. He posts in our read. He's a goddamn stoner. Get away from this bastard. You roommate. Wow. Yeah. Wow. This is this is terrible radio right now. Yeah, we have fu- get, I get, fucked it get up. Me out Sorry. Of this question. Okay, here we go. All right. <laughs> hey, Dono. Yeah. Friend zone. Woo! The friend zone. It's a zone about your friends where we talk about relationships that aren't sexual. Yeah. Yeah. My 24F roommates slash best friends 21F personal hygiene is rather poor. Not sure how to approach this topic without coming across harsh or judgmental on such a sensitive topic. Hey, all. Hello. Hello. I know. (laughs) I've known my best friend Peggy for about six years. We became close over time and had such an easygoing friendship. Three years ago, we moved in together. Everything has been going pretty. Everything has been pretty easygoing. Here's my issue. Peggy's personal hygiene kind of sucks. Her room is a mess, clothes everywhere, dirty dishes scattered about, food from fat or cups from fast food runs, trash, you name it. She'll pick up here and there, but it's not common. Her car? I often try to be the one that drives if we go somewhere because I cannot stand the stench of her car. Think dirty shoes and socks mixed with leftover fast food because that's exactly what it is. I have to roll the I have to roll the windows down to stomach the drive. I will say, the common area is picked up. She's never got her stuff lying about, which is nice. We have a vacuum that's kept in the coat closet. I vacuum the living room and hallways once a week. We have animals in the place. I will also wipe down the kitchen counters in my weekly clean. I think she's cleaned the kitchen a handful of times and don't think she's ever vacuumed. Honestly, though, that's the least of my concerns. I don't mind being the main cleaner, but uh, thought it might help with support. I should also add, her room situation doesn't affect the rest of the house. I don't smell her room if I'm not actually in it. If she wants her room that way, fine by me. The real issue, Peggy smells. She works in a job where she's constantly moving and is sometimes outside. We live in a hot state, and sweating is almost instantaneous when you walk outside. We've uh, gone to a few concerts at an outdoor arena this summer. As a result, you sweat profusely. On a couple occasions, I've said on the drive home that I couldn't wait to shower before crawling into bed, and she'd agree. We'd get home, 
She goes straight to her room, no shower, lights out. I know she goes days without showering, and it is the culprit for her B.O. I know she has deodorant, but couldn't honestly say if she uses it, and there's really only so much deodorant can do if you're not showering regularly. My dilemma. I've had other people in our friends group approach me with this, and they've noticed the stank and want to say something, but it's such a sensitive subject. Being her roommate and best friend, I feel like I have a slight upper hand to maybe say something without coming across mean. But how? How the hell do I tell my best friend she smells and needs to shower more and take care of her hygiene? TLDR, my best friend and roommate doesn't shower anywhere near as much as she should. We live in a hot state and she's outside for parts of her shift. She has bad BO. Other friends have approached me noticing the issue. How do I gently tell her to shower more? Posted by Helpless Best Friend. Oh, boy. Uh, okay. You're out somewhere. You just had lunch. Your buddy had a salad. And you walk out and they got lettuce stuck in their teeth. You, you say something. No? True. Now, I know that that doesn't reflect uh, upon, you know, the person. But it's the same principle here. If mm-hmm. your friend and has something on them and they're unaware of it, uh, which I'm sure she is, by the way, if she's out working and stuff and her room's kind of a mess, you know, smells kind of dissipate. You don't notice that shit if you're around it all the time. Uh, so I'm going to guess she's completely unaware of this. And it's definitely kind of an uncomfortable subject to broach, but you are ultimately being a good friend by letting her know, uh, and you should let her know. Uh, I don't know if you want to get a couple beers with her and like maybe let it on when you're in a kind of calmer situation like that or just kind of straight up bring it up with her. But one way or another, you've you got to tell her this. If other people are commenting on it, uh, you know, that's affecting the way that people perceive her. And yeah. I don't know, dude, if I fucking stank and I wasn't aware of it and somebody told me, yeah, I'd, I'd probably appreciate having that information uh, at the risk of my feelings getting hurt rather yeah. than uh, obliviously wandering around and showering people with stench. Now I'm paranoid if I stink. <laughs> but you, I, tell you you agree? Now, I tell you now, I have a stench friend. Friend <laughs> possessed of a stench. Stench friend? And I have a stench friend. And uh, man, it is so fucking difficult. Because I have maybe I've known this person since I was eight. That means 22 years I've known this person. And I've told him maybe three times about a smell. Uh, It's kind of a sad story. His dad was a cat hoarder. So that part of the smell he really couldn't control because he wasn't in control of the home. You know what I mean? Yeah. You're going to smell like a cat if you live in a cat hoarder place. Okay. <laughs> uh, now the issue is his feet fucking reek. It's like so bad. <laughs> and uh, I told him one time, I was like, man, your feet fucking stank. What are you doing about that? That's how, that's how I let it off. I was like, your feet fucking stank. What are you doing about it? And he's like, Ooh, I don't know nothing. And then I offered some solutions. So I think maybe that's the way to do it. I don't know if he's followed up on it or not. Maybe I should be a little more direct and uh, apply a little more pressure. Um, But I think the thing to do is to be like, here's the issue. What are you doing about it? And then they go, oh, I don't know nothing. And you go, what about this? (laughs) (laughs) Yo, bitch, you stank. What are you doing about it? Oh, I don't know. Here you go. Here you go. Shower. Yeah, that, like I said, I don't think she's aware of this, but Jesus fucking Christ, dude. There's a difference between, like, uh, you don't wear deodorant and you got kind of a stink if you're close to somebody, but if your friend works outdoors and goes days without showering, like, Jesus Christ. Uh, You you gotta bring that up. I think your way of doing it it is, is good, too. You know, either get straight to the point like that, where it's almost kind of funny, but then double down and be like, you know, but no, seriously, you, you do, though. this is this is, you know, something you should be kind of concerned about. I'm not trying to give you a hard time. Uh, I'd even bring up my stupid, you know, salad in your teeth analogy. You're just I'm trying to be a good friend. Yeah. If yeah, you've known like each that. other for so long, you know, you're even good as roommates. You know, I don't think this is something that's going to blow up into a fight. Uh, 
it's definitely gonna it's definitely gonna be a little weird, and I get the concern there. But you you gotta say something. Yeah, yeah, it's totally true. Stanky friend, stanky friend, what you gonna do? What you gonna do when the stank on you? <laughs> I'm gonna go. I'm gonna mostly hold my tongue for decades. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, or uh, you know, just start handing out uh, clothespins. Uh, to everyone when they're around her, and you'll just oh, put them man. on your nose, and then uh, she's like, "What's going on? Why don't I have a clothespin?" And you can just well, be like, well, "It's time to broach something to you, girl. <laughs> it's you pretty stink. important that yeah, girl, you stink. It's important to know that we're wearing these clothespins, and it's all your fault. <laughs> <laughs> My nose hurts, and I blame you, but it pales in comparison." To the assault on my senses that I encounter when my nose is open around your stanky ass corpse. Can I just say this? I really like this bit. <laughs> I'm into this too. I'll just do the rest of the episode like this. Okay. Well, our intro song is the hang is the song hanging on by the band Nowhere. You can find their music at nowheremusic.bandcamp.com. Is wait, is the episode over? That's it. We're in sixty minutes, my guy. Ah oh, crap. Well, we had a couple more questions. We're gonna. T- I can't. I can't do this anymore. <laughs> Why not commit to it? <laughs> no, I've had a cold too, and there's like mucus right, leaking out, out of my fingers. All right. Oh uh, God. Yeah. We tried. Okay, fine. We tried. But our intro song is the song "Hanging On" by the band Nowhere. You can find the music in no reason no band Uh And our outro music is no longer "What's His Face Adams," who says, "Hey, a whole bunch." Uh, it's Wait. Stephanie. By the Hayfellows, a far superior band. Uh, you can find it at thehayfellows.com, Instagram.com slash thehayfellows. Pop on Spotify, uh, look them up, the Hayfellows. They got some good music, and uh, I've been told they don't stink. <laughs> uh, Patreon's still active. Still active. Ten bucks, put a picture on Dono's wall. Any picture you want. Twenty-five bucks, send me an object. I'll put it in my butt. <laughs> <laughs> at this point, we're just, we want the, we just want the funds, man. We want to yeah. make something off of this. Jesus Christ. 25 bucks? <laughs> That's the price? <laughs> <laughs> what, if somebody, what if somebody just sends you like a, like a boulder? <laughs> well, the shipping on it would be pretty expensive, I have to assume. That's true. Hopefully, that Somebody would it. really have to have Don't it ship out for boulders. me. Spend that money you were going to spend on shipping large objects uh, just to support the show. We'd, uh, we'd appreciate it. We'd appreciate it. Oh, man. Oh, so, one more thing. One more thing. Oh, we haven't yeah. had a question box question in a while. Uh, I also haven't made any posts. So if you're listening, the uh, we got the anonymous question box. The link is on our Facebook page, uh, on our Instagram page, I believe, in the bio. I'll make another post about it. And uh, I need to get it pinned back on the website because it disappeared. But anyways, if you got a question you would like to ask us uh, that we can mock while holding our noses... Go ahead and submit it there. You don't have to make an account. You don't have to do anything but type your question in, and we don't see your name. We don't see anything. We'll just respond to your question. Uh, I love responding to the listener questions uh, yeah. more than our Reddit friends. So if you it listen, is genuinely my favorite part of the show. Uh, me too, man. Me too. So if you listen and you got a question, anything, friendship, relationships, uh, throw, go ahead and throw that in there. We'd appreciate it. Culinary arts, zoology. Yeah. Uh, uh, programming, rock climbing, yeah. <laughs> rock climbing, especially we'll derail the podcast and answer it. I, I am really tempted to spoof the anonymous question box and put in something about rock climbing. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody's going to legitimately ask a question about that. And I'm just going to assume it's you. Yep. I fucked it all up. Oh. Well, this has been your Radio Free Tote Bag. It's been really great having you with us, and we can't wait to see you again next week. My name's been Arthur. And my name has been Donovan. <laughs> it's so great. And I uh, can't wait to see you again next week. Thanks. Bye. Good times. <laughs>